Coming up on this week's Planet Japan, we find out why the entire nation of Japan is in mourning, and we issue an alert to be on the lookout for a gold bathtub. Stay tuned for episode 102, The Kuki Kimono Kleptomaniac. Direct from Okayama City in the heartland of Japan, it's yet another episode of Planet Japan with Amy and Doug. Join them as they guide you through the wacky and the whimsical, the weird and the wonderful, from everyone's favorite planet, from sea to shining sea. It's time for another exciting adventure. And now, here's Amy and Doug. Oh, you want to hear a joke? Sure. Well, that's good because I got a good one. Okay. <laughs> I can't wait. It's about a guy and a girl. Okay. They're, they're in the car there and they're up in like a lover's lane kind of place. You Ooh. Know? Beautiful night view. Sure. The whole thing. And suddenly a cop shows up. Uh-oh. Yeah, you never want to see a cop when you're up in lover's no, lane. No. That's no, that's not good. So uh, the cop goes over to the car and uh, he looks in and uh, he says to the guy, uh, hey, what are you doing? And the guy says, well, I, I'm reading this magazine, you know, as you can see. And, and the girl is in the backseat, apparently. And uh, he looks at, at the girl and he says, and what are you doing? And she said, what does it look like I'm knitting? So he looks back at the guy and he says, and, and by the way, how old are you? And the guy says, well, you know, I'm 19. And he looked back at the girl and he said to the guy, and, and how old is she exactly? <laughs> and, uh, well, the guy looks at his watch and he says, well, you know, in 12 minutes, she will be 16. Mm. Now, uh, earlier I had to explain the joke to you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I didn't get it at all. Sorry. Yeah. And w- uh, which led to a discussion of the uh, age of consent. Right. They were just waiting for the magic moment, mm-hmm. for, for the clock to strike midnight, and then they would be completely legal. Yeah. Right. Now, so w- that, that made us curious, though, as to the uh, age of consent and how it might differ from place to place. Right. Yeah. Sure. So we uh, did a little crack research. We put our crack research team on it, and they came up with some interesting <laughs> information. Oh, very interesting. Yeah. So we found out, first of all, that uh, in the U.S., the age of consent, that age uh, at which one can legally have sex, varies from state to state. That's right. Yeah. Not only does it vary from state to state, each state breaks down the age of consent according to whether we're talking about heterosexual sex or lesbian sex, or gay sex, you know, yeah. guy, with guys. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting I thought, indeed. I thought it would all be the same. I thought so too. Yeah. Now, once you get out of the South, where most states just say, oh, you can't do the whole gay sex thing, that's illegal. Right. They just don't that's like that. That's illegal. Yeah. Illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Other states have uh, differing ages, depending on whether you're you're talking about your, your basic man-woman sex, or your basic... Uh, Man, man, or woman, woman, sex. Right. For example, this is interesting. In the state of New Mexico, yeah, the age of consent for most people is seventeen. Okay. However, if you're lesbians or gays, you only have to be thirteen. Wow! Isn't that interesting? It is interesting. Yeah. It says here under appeal. Somebody doesn't like that law <laughs> and is appealing it. <laughs> okay. Not and? sure what the thinking there is, but that's interesting. Sure. Uh, but most, mostly the age of consent in the U.S. is um, like between 16 and 18 okay. for the most part. Sure. Although uh, in Hawaii, you only have to be 14. Wow. Wow. I guess Hawaii is just more conducive to sexual activity. 
probably. You know, the beautiful sunsets. And yeah, tropical sure. weather. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Now, this is interesting. In Canada, uh-huh. if you're heterosexual, you only have to be 14. Okay. 14. That seems pretty young. Yeah, very young. Same for, uh, for lesbians. 14. You have to be 14. Okay. Yeah, for a little girl-on-girl action. Okay. Yeah. But if you're a couple of gay guys, you got to be 18. Wow. <laughs> That's not fair. It doesn't seem fair, no. Hmm. Yeah, it seems odd. It is odd. Indeed. It's interesting, uh, the lack of uniformity I on know. a lot of these laws. We checked on Japan, and apparently the age varies uh, in different parts of the country, all the way from only 13 to 18. 13. That doesn't make sense. Wow, that's amazing. Hmm. Well, there you go. Maybe they lowered the age of consent because, you know, the population of Japan is declining. Maybe they figured, you know, we need more babies. We'll just lower the age of consent. Mm, you think? There you go. That might be the reason. Sure. Yeah. yeah you may be right. <laughs> well, there you go. The age of consent. To our listeners, I guess we would just say, uh, you know, check IDs before you have sex. Sure. With anybody. Okay. Yeah. Make them show you their ID. Okay. So you so you know you're legal. Yeah. You don't want to end up in the, in the in the slammer along with you know Paris Hilton. Well, uh, I guess we should introduce ourselves. I'm Doug DeLong. And I'm Junko Gura. And this is episode 102 of the Lovely Planet Japan podcast. Yay! Yay! Woohoo! Now uh, Amy's still in Bali. Right. So uh, the wonderful Junko has once again <laughs> agreed to come in and uh, <laughs> substitute for Amy. Yeah. Amy will be back, uh, I believe, next week. So we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about tonight. Sure, yes. Oh, sure. It's going to be possibly the best show ever. Uh, first of all, we would like to remind listeners once again that uh, we still are running our listener survey. Okay. So people uh, will have a chance to give us their information. It will help us out sure, in regard course. to uh, checking out what our demographics are. Mm-hmm. All they have to do is go over to planetjapan.org Lord. Yeah. or go over to the... Uh, Show notes, just follow the link there on the website. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, we have links on both those pages directly to the listener survey. Okay. If people could do that for us, we would be very grateful. So, Junko. Yeah. Have you ever gone on a diet? Um, yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Y- yeah. What does that mean exactly? Um, not really, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> not really. Well, that was my problem. Yeah. For a long time, I would uh, occasionally try to go on uh, a diet. Yeah. But uh, it was never very serious. Mm-hmm. So uh, as of uh, like three days ago, I yeah. have embarked on my first really, truly serious diet. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you very much. <laughs> and how's it going? Well, so far, so good. So far, so good. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, recently I discovered that I was at my heaviest weight ever in my whole life. Wow. Yeah. 98 kilograms. It's about 215 pounds. Starting to look like a sumo wrestler. So I decided that I'm going to go on a diet, and I'm going to get down to my university day's weight of about 180, uh-huh. which is about 82 kilograms. Right. So I thought, well, how am I going to do that? I got on the internet, did a little research, looked at a bunch of these different plans, came up with something called the idiot-proof diet. Oh. I thought, oh, that's me. I'm an idiot. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the one for me. What I like about it is that it... Uh, it just lays everything out very clearly. It tells you exactly what to eat every day. Uh huh. That's what I like about it. Okay. It has a very short list of rules you have to follow. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's it. it. It's very easy. Yeah. And so far, it's uh, it's been working out great. I feel great. And uh, wow, I've actually started to lose some weight. Wow. What kind of rules do they have? Uh, they have rules like um, don't eat after nine. 
No. In fact, they say you can eat late at night. It's not a problem. Really? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And the, but they do have rules like uh, you can't eat until you're stuffed. You have oh. to stop eating when you feel satisfied. Right. Yeah, which is common sense. Yeah. If you're on a diet. Now, the fun part is that after you do 11 days of this diet, you get three free days where you can eat anything you want. Chocolate. And then you jump back on the on the diet three days later. According to the plan, <laughs> you should lose about four kilos or nine pounds in 11 days. Hmm. So we'll see. Yeah. I'll report back and let people know if this is really a, a wonderful diet or sure. did they just steal my money from me? Well, Junko, uh, as you know, it was a sad day in Japan just a couple of days ago. The what nation happened? nation is in mourning because, uh, you know, Takeru Kobayashi-san, <laughs> the world's champion hot dog eater, uh-huh. he held the world's record right. for stuffing hot dogs into his face in 12 minutes. Right. And nobody could beat him. He was unstoppable. I know. For maybe four or five years. Yeah, for a long time. Yeah. But all good things must come to an end. Aww. The the American hot dog eater, Joey Chestnut, obviously a phony name. Chestnut? <laughs> <laughs> phony name? I think so. <laughs> oh, my god. He scarfed down 59 and a half hot dogs in 12 minutes, breaking Kobayashi's record of 53 and three quarters wieners. Wow. A sad day for everyone here in Japan. Of course. But Americans are celebrating the happy news. Of course. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> well. <laughs> now, I think, I'm not sure, I think uh, they should probably investigate this Joey Chestnut for steroids. <laughs> yeah. If you look at his picture, he obviously has been taking something illegal. Really? I think so. Like Sylvester Stallone was? Quite possibly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. So there you go. Oh, that's May, um, too bad. Hopefully, uh, Kobayashi will become motivated. And at the big 4th of July of uh, Coney Island competition, yes. Yes. he will come back. Uh, I hope so. And eat 100 hot dogs sure. in 12 minutes. 100 hot dogs. Yeah. That's not possible. You know, I kind of wonder what the life expectancy is of these crazy people. I know. Gambate Kobayashi-san. Gambate, mm, yeah. <laughs> Good luck next month. I don't know. It seems like kind of an odd sport. Yeah, it is. This whole thing. Now, uh, that story, as well as this one, I just recently wrote up on my brand new blog, Nuts, Dicks, and Boobs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that. It's great. Yeah. If you haven't been there yet, it's at nutsanddicks.blogspot.com, <laughs> <laughs> where we highlight whack jobs, nut jobs, and, of course, dickheads. Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, the other story I wrote about was this uh, woman in my... Uh, my former hometown of Greeley, Colorado, where I went to university. She, she kind of struck a blow for free speech. Yeah. She uh, kept getting these political uh, mailers in her mailbox from this idiot right-wing politician there mm -hmm. who uh, she didn't like at all. And she called and said, please don't send me these uh, mailers anymore. Right. But they ignored her request. They kept sending them. So oh. she got back at them by uh, wrapping some of uh, her dog's fresh poop. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> into one of the mailers, wrapped it up like a nice little present, yeah. and delivered it by hand to the politician's office <laughs> and said, here you go. This is what I think of your mailers. Well, I thought kind of a creative solution. Sure. But the district attorney uh, apparently doesn't have a sense of humor. Oh, that's And uh, had her arrested and charged with a very obscure law called criminal use of a noxious substance. <laughs> <laughs> 
and accused her of intending to disrupt the use of the office building. Oh. The woman, whose name was Kathleen Enns, said, Oh, nay, nay. I did not intend to disrupt anything. I was only expressing my opinion, my First Amendment right. And the jury said, Right on! Right on! And they found her not guilty. Oh, good. Yeah. She struck a blow for free speech Uh. and for dog shit as well. Yeah. She said uh, that she felt vindicated, but she added, you know, I am sorry for what I did, and I promise never to do it again. Oh, I want to see her try again. (laughs) I hope she does try again. Yeah. I'll bet she doesn't get many more of those mailers anymore. I hope not. Yeah. Well, there you go. Congratulations to Kathleen for showing us how to do true political action. Sure. Yeah. Of course. That's cool. So, Junko, you've got a computer, I'm I'm guessing, at home. Uh Yeah. Do you ever get uh, your computer infected with a virus? I don't think so. Really? Well, yeah. You've never had any problems with uh, a virus or... I have antivirus software. In case you kind of feel left out because you've never had a computer virus, (laughs) now, now there is a way... Uh, to get one for free. Should I have it? Uh, everybody should have at least one computer virus. You think? Yeah. That's what the people who put this advertisement on uh, on a website that said, is your PC virus free? Get it infected here. <laughs> <laughs> click, click here yeah. to get your free computer virus. I wonder if there's anyone who is as stupid as... Stupid enough to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, there you. were 409 people who were stupid enough to do that. Wow. Yeah. Unfortunately, they were not sent a computer virus. They didn't get what they were apparently yearning for. Uh, (laughs) hmm. It was kind of an experiment that some people put together to show that these kinds of advertising systems can be used for malicious purposes. This was a campaign on uh, Google's AdWord. 409 people looking for that free computer virus. Wow. They must be lonely. (laughs) That was sent to us by our friend Diane at uh, Microsoft. Oh, I see. Thank you, Diane. Thank you, Diane. So, Junko, what kind of bathtub have you got at your place? Stainless steel. Stainless steel. Worth a lot of money? I don't know. (laughs) You think? I've never seen your tub. I know. Stainless steel. Sounds nice, though. How about yours? Mine's uh, just your basic bathtub. The the basic... uh, Deep Japanese style. I love Japanese style bathtubs. Yeah. They're much deeper than the American style. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You can just soak right up to your neck. Right. It's cool. Yeah. Possibly the, the coolest bathtub in all of Japan used to be in a hotel uh, there near Tokyo. Uh-huh. It was, uh, it was a gold bathtub. Gold bathtub. It was worth almost a million dollars, and it was uh, made of 18 karat gold and weighed about 178 pounds. That's a heck of a bathtub. Wow. Yeah. Now, I I say used to because somebody ran off with it. (laughs) Somebody broke into the hotel, picked up this million-dollar gold bathtub, and just walked right out. Wow. Wow. And this guy was arrested or... They haven't caught this person, no. No? And unfortunately, they said, uh, we have no witness information and there are no video cameras. We have no idea who took it. A cheap little video camera would have <laughs> sure <laughs> probably stopped the person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They also didn't think it was a good idea to attach it directly to the floor, so it was not oh, riveted. I see. The door was locked, but they just uh, cut through the chain and uh, ran off right. with, the, with the gold bathtub. 
Well, that's too bad. Wow. So somebody's enjoying some very nice bathing activities, I suspect. I don't think so. In the privacy of their apartment. (laughs) I don't think so. Really? What do you think happened to (laughs) this? He's making jewelries out of it. Oh, he's making rings and necklaces, perhaps. Melted it down, maybe. Sure. That could be. That could possibly be. Oh, yeah. I bet he took at least one bath in it, though. You'd have to have at least one bath in a gold bathtub. So we're we're reporting the story as kind of an alert for our listeners who might uh, live in that area. Keep your eye out. Visit a friend's house. Check out his tub. <laughs> See if it's made of gold or, or something else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a diamond. <laughs> Maybe it's a diamond bathtub. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the police apparently have an all-points bulletin out for the golden bathtub thief. Right. Yeah. He's obviously a nefarious and dangerous person. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's our police bulletin for this week. Also, <laughs> speaking of thieves... The police busted another thief over in Gifu. Okay. A guy who's been uh, stealing something for the past uh, 15 years and then uh, reselling them and was making a, a nice business, was doing a nice business. Making, Women's underwear? No, no. Oh. <laughs> making a nice living by late at night sneaking onto the golf course there oh. and uh, <laughs> taking the golf balls out of the, uh, the lakes and the ponds. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cleaning them off. And reselling them. 15 years. 15 years of yeah. good job. <laughs> he got busted <laughs> he Got busted in April. Uh, he had uh, 1,376 balls worth about 41,000 yen. 41,000 uh, yen? Yeah. That's for, it? For, yeah, that does seem kind of low for that many balls. He hmm. probably sold them pretty cheaply, though. Probably. Yeah. Uh, the police say that uh, this guy made tens of millions of yen over the previous 15 years. By stealing balls from courses not just in Gifu, but also in Aichi, Mie, Shiga, and Nagano, and other prefectures. Wow. He would just do the tour around Japan, stealing golf balls. Gokuro-sama. Now, I don't know. To me, this just sounds like entrepreneurship. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's saving these golf courses a lot of trouble. Yeah. They don't have to go through and dig these golf balls out themselves. He'll do it for them. Yeah. But he can't sell them, right? Well, apparently uh, it's against the law to do that. Right. Yeah. Well, that's so too bad. Now he's going to have to uh, find a new job. He'll probably get some training in jail. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's too bad. He's just trying to show a little spirit, a little... Uh, a little uh, recycling. You know. Exactly. He's kind of recycling. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's showing people how to do it the right way, and mm-hmm. he gets busted and probably thrown in jail. Well, that's too bad. It's just not fair. No, it's not. So, Junko, how often do you uh, throw on the old kimono these days? Less than once a year. Less than once a year. When's the last time you wore one? Two summers ago. For what particular occasion was that? Well, that was not a real kimono. It was a yukata. Ah. In the summer. For the big fireworks show, I'm, I'm, I'm Something guessing. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, in Japan, when do people normally put on kimonos? New Year's, mm-hmm. wedding, maybe. Yeah. Um, Coming mm. of age day in January? Yeah. Yeah, that's the big day. Yeah. So they've always been for more of a special occasion. Right. Right? Yeah. I guess now in the old days in Japan, uh, people wore them much more often, mm-hmm. didn't they? It's more as kind of everyday clothing. Right. Yeah. Even pregnant women. Oh, really? Wore kimonos, yeah. Maternity kimonos. I think so. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> Apparently, the kimono industry has been suffering uh, the last few years as sales have yeah, declined by about half. Right. People, uh, I guess fashions are changing. People just aren't into yeah, the whole kimono thing. Yeah, jeans and T-shirt in the yeah. summer. 
people have seen more uh, websites popping up, which has to a large degree uh, helped kimono sales. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, it's like any any kind of clothing. People, a lot of people don't like to uh, buy kimonos from the internet. They want to actually see the clothes, feel sure. the clothes, wear the clothes yeah. before they buy them. Mm-hmm. But still, uh, it's gotten a lot of good information out there uh, about kimonos and uh, has helped uh, some of these kimono companies. Mm-hmm. One of these websites is interesting. Even has tips for guys who might be on a date with a woman who just, you know, <laughs> happens to be wearing a kimono. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> they say the general rule is that you should not touch the woman. Not touch. Should not touch the woman. Okay. Which is kind of the whole point of the date. Don't touch because if you put your arm around her shoulder or her waist, you could loosen the fabric and ruin her outfit completely. Ah, uh, because there's Obi, the I band. I guess so. Yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi's right there around her center. <laughs> Yeah. Interesting. Uh-huh. The website also said, remember that uh, her sandals may indeed be hurting her feet, so sit down as often as possible. Okay. Now, here's what I've always wanted to know about kimonos. Let's say you got to pee. Yeah. I'm guessing that's not easy. Um, it depends <laughs> on what kind of kimono you wear. Uh, like, but you it, know, if, you're, if you're in a, like a very traditional kimono. Right. With the whole nine yards, the yeah. obi and the everything that goes with it. Right. That's hard. Yeah, because it takes like, how long does it take to put on one of those things? An hour and a half, maybe. An hour and a half. 90 minutes. And you probably usually have to have somebody help you, right? Sure. It's, like it's a two whole, or three people. It's a whole uh, torturous routine. Of course, yes. Yeah. Don't drink. <laughs> don't drink, don't eat. Don't do anything. No. Don't breathe. Um, I couldn't breathe, exactly. actually. Yeah. yeah. So if you got to pee, it, it must take what? An hour and a half just to... Just to get it off. Empty can. An empty can. Yeah. Carry an empty can around with you. Sure. <laughs> or maybe a plastic bag. Oh, I see. A Ziploc. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I think somebody needs to address this issue. Sure, yeah. There must be creative solutions out there mm-hmm. for the woman wearing a kimono who uh, has these desires. Yeah. I guess desires is not the right word <laughs> <laughs> for when you want to pee. These... Uh. Uh, these 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 uh, these urges. Sure. No, that's not the right word either. Maybe not. These um, uh, nature's call. Na- when nature calls. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, good luck to our kimono companies. Sure. Yeah. Speaking of kimonos, it's time for Dick of the Week. Oh yeah. Yay! Oh yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, this week's Dick of the Week is sixty-year-old Mayasu Katamura who recently was arrested for stealing about 5 million yen worth of kimonos, the kimono thief, yeah, mm. from the uh, home of a uh, restaurant owner that he was helping to, uh, to clean, clean her house. Oh. He just helped himself to about 5 million yen of uh, kimonos. And that's <laughs> how many kimonos, do you know? I don't know. That's a lot of kimonos. Oh, yeah. 20 items, including kimonos and obi bands. The police busted him. Yeah. They looked inside his apartment, and boy, were they surprised when they found not only the kimonos, but also 8,200 items of women's underwear and other clothing. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> That's easy to guess. Uh huh. Yeah. It seems to be a national fad, apparently, sure, sure. sometimes for, yeah. for, for guys. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, local police were forced to mobilize mobilize five minibuses just to transport all the clothes to the police station. <laughs> <laughs> I like that part. Five minibuses. Wow. Wow. 
when they interviewed the guy, he said, uh, yes, over the past decade, I have indeed randomly stolen women's clothes and underwear. And yes, sometimes I did sleep wrapped in women's clothing. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a fun guy. Sure. Yeah. He must have loved it. The kimono snatcher. Wow. Wow. 8,200 items. The items currently are on display at the Konohana Police Station. (laughs) (laughs) So if you've got nothing else to do and you're looking for a fun time, run on over to the uh, police station there, uh, check out the display. (laughs) And if you're a woman who has uh, noticed that some of your uh, clothing and underwear has been missing, you might uh, run into it over there. Oh, yeah. You might want to check that out. Sure. (laughs) I have a missing... Missing sock. Oh, indeed. Well, that's because dryers eat socks. Oh. That's probably what happened to your sock. Maybe. Yeah. That okay. always, yeah. There's, it's, it's one of life's oldest mysteries. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's our Dick of the Week. Congratulations to Mayasu Karamura. Wow. <laughs> well, once again, because you're here, it is time for Nihongo, Nihongo. Uh, go, 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 go. <laughs> Where we teach very useful phrases. Sure. Japanese phrases for people that they can actually use in their everyday life. Okay. Yeah. Now, this week, we're going to look at phrases that uh, you can use when you're standing in line. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of life's most enjoyable activities for most people. Yeah. Standing okay. in a line. Okay. Oh, sure. <laughs> like at Tokyo Disneyland. Yeah, or the post office or whatever. Department of Motor Vehicles, infamous for their lines. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, for example... You might want to say to somebody, hey, don't push. One more time. Or you might want to say, hey, what's this old woman doing? <laughs> Slowly. Baba. Baba, old woman. Old woman. Baba. Cool. Baba means old woman or? Baba. Baba uh-huh. means old woman. Yeah. Baba. Uh-huh. Okay. So you might want to, you know, just start whining and complaining if the line is taking a long time. Right. You might want to say, uh, boy, this line is slow. Ah, na. Yeah. Or you might, uh, you might want to try to speed things up by saying, could you go a little faster, please? Yeah, speed it up. Yeah. Okay. And finally, if somebody is uh, staring at you in the line, you know, annoying you, mm-hmm. you probably want to say something like, don't stare at me. Jiro jiro minai de. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Don't stare at me. Oh, that's good. That's very useful stuff. You think? Yeah. For the next time, you know, someone's standing in line, these are very useful expressions. Sure. Yeah. Me, I try to avoid lines completely. Mm. I hate, that's the one thing I really hate in the world, standing in line. Yeah. That and Republicans. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But here in Japan, it's pretty fast, don't you, you think? You think lines are fast in Japan? Yeah. I don't know. Whenever, whenever I go to the bank, I end up waiting a long time. Yeah. Take, taking a number and just right, sitting, right. waiting and waiting yeah. for my number to be called. Yeah. But yeah. if you go to a Safeway or some supermarket in the States and mm-hmm. something is missing or, you know, the cashier has to pee or something. And, <laughs> and she's wearing a kimono. Maybe. Oh, that's a terrible thing. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. takes 10, 20 that's minutes. That's true. Supermarkets in Japan are pretty fast. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. If That's the true. price is missing, you know, mm-hmm. she will go rush yeah. and run. Or the guy in front of you is writing a damn check. Yeah. We don't have checks. In, people no. don't write checks in Japan. Mm-mm. Just because it slows up the damn line. 
That's right. So they just made a law, no checks. Right. Just cash. <laughs> just cash and only. credit cards, That's maybe. right. Make it fast. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? As much fun as we're having, we're going to have to uh, say goodbye. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to uh, check us out at the website at planetjapan.org. Or if you have a message, of course, you can send it to planetjapan07 at gmail.com. And we'll close out the show tonight with a little bit of rockabilly music from the Hillbilly Casino, a song called Pretty Baby. Brought to you courtesy of the Podsafe Music Network at music.podshow.com. So thanks, everyone. We will be back here next week. With Amy. With Amy. <laughs> thanks, Junko, for filling in. Sure. It was fun. Okay. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.